Good afternoon. This is an audio update for Monday, April 3rd. I wanted to address two headlines that have worked into the trade here today, starting with the first one, the OPEC announcement yesterday, an emergency move on their part to cut oil production by 1.6 million barrels a day in what appears to be a direct um, strike against the United States for a promise we made to replace oil uh, in our SPR if crude oil got to $70 a barrel. Uh, We uh, did hit that price here over the last couple weeks with no purchases. In fact, during the banking crisis, we got down to $63, $64 a barrel, but yet no purchases. In fact, our Department of Energy announced that they wouldn't be making any purchases back for the SPR. This apparently angered OPEC enough for them to um, make a move on their own part. And so they've picked the 1.6 million barrel number for the rest of the year. They considered that a necessary uh, offset to to U.S. purchases that we promised to make. And it has led to a, a sharp rally in crude oil prices. And unfortunately, the rift between the United States and OPEC continues to grow. Um, We are now uh, probably in direct confrontation with them now. And so this is not a very good situation developing politically. From a fundamental balance sheet, this is also not good. China is reopening. They are using record amounts of crude oil. So while global demand has stabilized and is moving much higher, um, you know, on top of the 1 million barrels a day cut they made last November, this 1.6 million barrels of uh, cut that's they they announced here yesterday, and now the U.S. Um, slowly working off any more SBR releases. You're talking about a global balance sheet flip of some three to four million barrels a day, which implies far tighter global balance sheet and much higher prices. Many analysts have come out uh, this afternoon with a $100 per barrel target by the end of the year. Uh, citing fundamental tightness. And so uh, that is, uh, you know, while bad for the consumer and bad for the U.S., uh, you know, inflation, it's actually very good for commodities. It, it leads to a very strong demand for ethanol as we make fuel from corn uh, with the ethanol process. It's bullish soybeans as soybean oil demand now will move up with renewable diesel demand. And so your two biggest uses for corn and beans now have a bullish underlying uh, uh, tint to it. Cotton also indirectly benefits. Uh, Cotton's biggest competitor in the textile is polyester, which is a oil derivative. The higher that goes, uh, the, the more competitive cotton becomes at these prices. So either directly or indirectly, higher crude oil prices are very bullish for commodities uh, that we produce here in the United States. The other variable that we're watching is uh, a growing consensus uh, among countries to not use the U.S. dollar. They are apparently angered at the power and control the U.S. dollar has over global trade flows. Uh, it started with the uh, war in Russia where we uh, confiscated billions of dollars worth of Russian assets. Uh, it continued with these extraordinarily aggressive rate hikes by the Federal Reserve that have destabilized you know, not only the U.S. economy but global economies. Uh, that has exported inflation. So by making the U.S. dollar stronger, it, it, did a, it did a good job sort of muting our inflation. 
but unfortunately for other countries, it accelerated their inflation and has created political chaos globally. The BRICS nations, that is Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, have all united uh, and are now doing their best to clear more of those trades, their trades, their inner country trades, uh, by not using the U.S. dollar. They will be settling in their own currencies, and other countries have joined in. Now, this has led a number of analysts to call the end to the U.S. dollar. I think that is not factually correct. Uh, the, the, the vast majority of global trade flows still clear through the U.S. dollar. There are lots, uh, still a lot of global debt denominated in U.S. dollars. So um, while they may work at the periphery uh, attacking the dollar, it will be five to ten years before they can make any significant damage to dethrone the U.S. dollar as the global reserve currency. But what is alarming is how quickly these countries are uniting, uh, how quickly they are working, they're doing their best to work around the U.S. dollar and undermine the value of the U.S. dollar. And so uh, trying to pick that exact point when the dollar loses its status will get very tricky. Um, so, But it is, it is a, a very concerted effort by a lot of countries around the world now to work around the U.S. dollar. And unfortunately for us, that means funding our debt, our government debt, will just get that much more expensive. For commodities, it is once again bullish. The lower the value of the U.S. dollar, the higher the value of our domestically produced goods and services become. And so it will relate directly toward um, uh, the commodities that are most sensitive to exports. That starts with cotton. 80% of our demand is export-driven. The next one is soybeans, where some 45% of our demand is export-driven. Then corn, which is only about 15% of our demand, is export-driven. But understand that the weaker the dollar becomes, uh, the more bullish it becomes for those commodities, relatively speaking. And so this is a process. This is not going to happen overnight. Um, it will take uh, a while for it to flow through into commodities, but many uh, analysts are looking for a bullish uh, slant on U.S. commodities uh, in the third and fourth quarter. That would be July, August, September. That's the third quarter. And then the fourth quarter is October, November, December. So there's going to be a point in time uh, sometime later this summer into the fall where you could see $100 crude oil prices and a weakening dollar that would be bullish all of our commodities. So it's a macro headline we have to track very carefully, but generally it's quite supportive for uh, our U.S. commodities. So just wanted to get that update to you. Hope that helps you understand kind of what you're, uh, some of the headlines that you're hearing. These are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS. Have a great evening.